Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, gang? Welcome to another week of What's the Word podcast in the studio. After a two-week hiatus is my boy Trevor Valentino. Trevor, how we feeling, buddy? You know what, Nick? This morning, feeling a little bit of shame, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I woke up late, I slept through some alarms, so I'm feeling a little bit of shame. Feeling a little bit of shame. Yeah, guys, we were recording at uh, noon. <laughs> Trevor was supposed to be here at 11.30 and texted me at 11.29 and said he has overslept, which I cannot even imagine. But we're here. As a possibility. We to, made it. So you, uh, <laughs> maybe you guys listening, some of y'all can sleep till whenever, but. I this mean, never happens to me. I mean, Trevor is like a whole adult sleeping until like 11.30, 12 o'clock. Anyways, he's feeling shame in his heart maybe rightly so whatever we're not gonna hold it against him but today we're talking about shame all things shame uh how to overcome shame how to deal with shame and all that stuff we know this is a in all seriousness we all know this is a big deal um we know that we tend to carry a lot of our mistakes a lot of the things that we've done that we feel like are wrong or have dishonored god or whatever that may be and we carry it with us and we let it you know cause us lose lose a lot of confidence hang our head and all that stuff but trevor before we get into it before we get into helping people overcome their shame and you know get move past and all that stuff, I want to talk to you and just get your thoughts on overall is the topic of shame. Yeah, so I think for me, shame had always been just a, a part of Christian living. Like I thought that that was just a part. Like when you sin, right after sin, it brings shame. Like that's just a part of it because when you sin, you're doing something wrong. And so, you know, because you did something wrong, God's really mad at you. And so you should feel ashamed for what you did. And then that shame just kind of makes you feel separated from God. And then uh, you don't want to go to God because you feel ashamed of what you did. And then you kind of just get brought into the cycle of sinning again. And uh, it wasn't really until a couple years ago, actually, that I saw a difference in shame versus conviction mm. um, and to where I saw that shame might not actually be something coming from God. It could actually be something coming from the enemy to kind of keep you in sin, to keep you away from God. Whereas conviction comes from the Holy Spirit, you know, like conviction is saying, Hey, like what you did was wrong. Let's notice that since you have the Holy Spirit in you, let's notice that what you did was wrong. And now let's make some adjustments to be uh, more on path with what God wants from you. Uh, whereas shame is, hey, I can't believe you did that. Mm. Like, how could God ever love you after what you just did? You can't go to him. That's He's going to be so mad at you. You can't go to him. And it kind of just always kept me from actually pursuing freedom and making the right adjustments. Yeah, that's a good word, too. And I love how we just kind of jump straight into this. But, you know, I was going to save this for a little bit later, but distinguishing the difference between shame and conviction, right? Uh, don't confuse shame with genuine conviction. Shame is horrible, unnecessary, whereas conviction is the most incredible gift we could ever receive from God. For example, the negative feelings that you feel after you do something that is sinful, that is wrong, that dishonors God is 
just an incredible privilege because that shows that the Holy Spirit is working in your heart. And so we don't want to confuse genuine conviction with shame, right? Like sometimes, yes, you're going to feel bad. And sometimes, yes, you're going to feel a little guilty or feel a little uneasy about certain things. And that quite possibly could be the Holy Spirit speaking to you and trying to drive you in another direction, you know, from the path that you may be walking on right now. But today we're talking about shame, uh, which is the opposite, right? It's guilt that doesn't deserve a spot in your life. It's it's a feeling of a lack of confidence in who God has made you to be, uh, a lack of understanding of the grace of God and all of those things. And, you know, Trevor, I want to I want to let you speak on it in a little bit. But, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that toxic shame is a sham from Satan, that it's a hoax that he uses to knock you off the path and purpose that God has set before you to do incredible things for the kingdom. Um, you know, even Psalm 34, five, I love this verse. It says, those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. So, you know, Trevor, I know you hit on a little bit before, but like, how do you think, like, in what ways do you feel like Satan uses shame to knock us off our path, you know, make us lose sight of who God is, all that stuff? Yeah. Well, the goal of sin is shame. Uh, at least from the enemy's perspective, like sin in and of itself has its own consequences. Like whenever you sin, there are some earthly consequences that are going to happen just as a result of uh, that because God has created us and has created this world and the way we live and relationships in a way that, you know, things that deviate from what he's called us to just naturally have its own consequences. Mm. But the enemy's goal is to bring you to shame because that's how he keeps you away from God. He knows that if he can get you in a place where you don't feel like you can go to God, uh, then he keeps you from repentance. He keeps you from freedom. He keeps you from making the necessary adjustments to actually say, okay, this is something that I did that I was wrong versus I am wrong because I still am doing this. And it, the hardest part about it is when you're like already a Christian, but you're still suffering with shame and you start to like, I've done this before. Where I've like questioned whether I've, I'm even a real Christian. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, am if, if I'm still struggling with this, like, do I even have a relationship with God? Like, wouldn't God keep me from falling into this again? Yeah. And, and like, that's exactly what the enemy wants me to think. Oh, yeah. Is to think, dude, like, you're messed up versus that's messed up. Dude, that's a bar. And, it, you know, if Satan can kill your confidence in the Lord and the plan he has for your life, he convince you that you are nothing more than a sum of your mistakes. He can eliminate your effectiveness for God. I want to read that for you guys one more time. If Satan can kill your confidence in the Lord and the plan he has for your life and convince you that you're nothing more than a sum of your mistakes, he can eliminate your effectiveness for God. And that's the issue, right, is, you know, we don't really have time to hang our head in sorrow and sadness and shame over the things that God has already forgiven us for. It just slows down our progress and slows down what God may be trying to institute in our life for his glory. For example, how are you going to share the gospel with somebody when you can't even accept it for yourself? Mm. How can you share the mercy and help somebody understand the, the love and the forgiveness that God has for us when you can't even grasp that that <laughs> includes your mistakes and your sins and the issues that you have and the things that you feel like you fall short in? How in the world can people be that way? And that's the greatest sham that Satan can pull over us is you're not worth it. And then when we feel like we're not worth it, we have no energy, nor confidence, nor desire to help anybody else realize the amazing good news that exists in the world, right? And so it's just a sad, sad, sad reality. Um, and, you know, I love, do you ever listen to um, 
pastor in Dallas, uh, the Village Church, Matt Chandler. Yeah. Okay, so he he talks about this idea that God knew what he was getting into when he sent his son to die on the cross for us. Yeah. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah. Like God knew what he was buying when he bought you on the cross, when he bought me on the cross and, you know, Trevor on the cross is, you know, he knew Trevor would sleep in. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He knew, but he, like, he knew that, you know, some of us would slip up sexually. He knew some of us would develop a porn, a problem with porn. He knew some of us would, would cuss, listen to bad music, disrespect our parents, um, you know, drop out of school, be toxic in a relationship, all these things, right? Like God is not shocked to see that you're a sinner because it says in Romans, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God knew exactly what he was getting into when he died, when he sent his son to die for you on the cross. Um, and to realize that you are redeemed for a reason and it's not to sulk, it's not to be sad. It's to make a fat dent in the planet for the glory of of God. Yeah. And that's the gospel. Like God is outside of time. Whenever, whenever we accept Christ, whenever we ask God to forgive us of our sins, we receive the gift of Jesus's righteousness through what he did for us on the cross. Like that includes all sins, you know, all sins that we will ever commit. It's not just the sins that we had committed up until that point, but it's all of our sins. He bare, he bore all the weight of our sins on that cross. And I think it's easy for us in our like limited view as a human, you know, we're limited to time to see like, okay, maybe I feel like I, I was good up until this point, but you know, I accepted Christ and I'm still messing up. And that's kind of where the shame comes in. Because mm-hmm. shame in and of itself is kind of like feeling like you're disappointing God. Yep. Whereas disappointment would be to say like, like if I were to be disappointed in you, that would for me be to say like, I expected something from you and you didn't meet that expectation. Mm-hmm. And we feel in shame like we've disappointed God. But the truth is that God doesn't expect perfection from us. Yeah. He never expected us to perfectly uh, live up to you know the commands that he's given us because he knew that we had sin. Like mm-hmm. God is outside of that time. He's you know fully knowledgeable of everything. And so he never expected us to meet that. And that's why he sent Jesus. Yep. And that's the gospel. And like you said, I love that. Like we can't share the gospel with other people if we haven't accepted it for ourselves too. And yep. like when we truly understand the fact that all of our sins are forgiven, uh, it's less about shame. It's less about questioning your own salvation and all of that. And it's more about how can I make adjustments in my life to effectively live for God and build his kingdom? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so true too. And you know, I love how fast this episode is moving because we are not playing games today. We do not need you in shame. The kingdom does not need you in shame. We need you to be confident, not in yourself, not because you have a great job, not because you're six feet tall. Man, Trevor, you know how bad, it, you know how great it would be to, to be six feet tall. I'd like to do be not, five, six. There you go. <laughs> not, not because you serve in ministry, not because you volunteer at your church and do everything, whatever, not because you don't cuss, not because you listen to great music, not confident in any of those things because... Before the Lord, our acts of righteousness are just dirty rags, but we're confident in who God has called us to be in this world and who he's made us to be, which is a son and daughter of him. And that's the most important thing because with that confidence, it can carry you into making just an immense impact for the glory and the renown of God. And, I, you know, I've, I am like the, like the guy, like I feel like the poster child for shame at times because I come off like super strong, super whatever, have a lot of bravado, but you know, I, I kick myself really hard. Like if I make a mistake, it's like, ah, oh, like, you know, I'm a pastor too. And so that kind of amplifies it of dang, why did I do that? And like, how can I let myself slip to this place? Or, you know, whatever I told the kid, like the teenagers last night, like, 
Newsflash, your pastor's not perfect. <laughs> like I speak from mistakes, not from perfection. Yeah. And, you know, I, I carry that with me often of like, dang, like, why did I do this? Or like, Ugh. like I know God has forgiven me, but still I feel like, you know, garbage. Like, dang it, man. And so I want to give you guys, uh, and I'm sure Trevor has some tips as well down the way, but I want to give you guys like some things that I do uh, to help me because I make plenty of mistakes and have to repeat this process often. Uh, but how to move on from the shame of your mistakes, how to move on from the shame of your mistakes. So if you've sinned, if you have something on your heart that you're like, oh, I just can't move past this. I want to give you guys something that I think is super practical that helps me. And Trevor, I want to get your thoughts on it too. So um, number one is confess your sins and shame to God. Confess your sins and shame to God. He's the one who's going to forgive you. He's the one also you've sinned against uh, more than anything. And so he's the first person you should run to in that. So confess your sins and shame to God. Be open, be honest. Like, man, if you, if you feel bad because you're watching pornography, be honest, be specific about that. If you feel bad that you're doing whatever with your boyfriend or girlfriend, or you're, you know, you're being this way with a, a coworker or a supervisor or not respecting your parents or talking a certain way, whatever that may be, be open and honest about that. Be specific. Next is confess your source of shame to a friend or trusted small group of people at your church. Remember, we talked about this Every single week on the podcast, Trevor, Christian accountability, you need accountability in your life. And the second step is where you embrace that accountability. Uh, remember, we lose in isolation, but we can win when we work together. The greatest graces that God has for us in this world, one of them is other Christian people. Use them. So confess your source of shame, shame to people. Uh, go to them. Tell them what you feel like you've done, how you're feeling about it, and they can keep you accountable in both ends. One, to not do it again. And two, to give you confidence that God is forgiving you in that. Um, number three is remind yourself of who God made you to be and what he has done for you. I love this one because it's one of the most practical ones. We have to be very intentional about doing this. So for me, I'll post Bible verses like on my mirror, um, on my screensaver. I have a, a phrase called win the day. I got it from Mark Batterson. It's all over my, it's like over here in the studio. Like I have it all over the place because it's a reminder to me, like win the day. God has called me to win the day. Um, you know, change your screen servers, like I mentioned, read the word daily, develop a quiet time, listen to uplifting messages. I listen to like these cheesy motivational videos. My wife gives me a hard time, but they're just like motivational stuff. Like, you know, you can do it or like God has called you to this. Like, don't give up on this, whatever it may be. Um, all that being said, remind yourself of who God made you to be because your mind is a mental factory. And my question is, what are you allowing it to create? What are you pumping out? What are you allowing your mental factory to create. And the last one is have someone keep you accountable and doing these things daily, AKA the people you confess to at the top and just repeat these things. Each time you feel a little bit of shame in your heart, go back to this process of confessing to God, confessing to a friend or small group, reminding yourself who God made you to be and keep, have someone keep you accountable and doing those things. And that helps me a ton. Trevor, what are your thoughts on that? Do you have your own process or things that you do or? Yeah, I, I'd agree with all of those. Um, and additionally, too, this kind of goes with remembering who God made you to be is also just like memorizing God's word, mm. uh, having certain verses uh, in the tool bag ready to pull out whenever you're suffering shame to where you am who I, I am, who oh, you yeah, say I just am. A little, what is they that? Cha they yeah, change the words. You're right. It's the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but having a certain truth memorized in your heart helps to kind of eliminate the lies of the enemy because if shame is a lie we need to be equipped with the truth and mm. so for me whenever i'm suffering with shame a couple verses that would help me one romans 8 1 uh, which is there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus 
You know, if you are a believer, if you have accepted Christ, there's no condemnation. You are forgiven. You know, so so rest in the truth of that and make better decisions. Obviously, make some adjustments so you don't fall back back into that sin. You don't uh, limit your effectiveness for God's kingdom. Uh, but rest in the fact that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And also for me, uh, this kind of goes into when you're just facing temptation too, is James 4, 7, which is submit yourselves therefore to the Lord, resist the enemy and he will flee from you. Uh, and that's powerful. You know, when you feel like those feelings of shame are attacking you and you feel like, uh, just completely, uh, overwhelmed with shame to know that you know just take the time to submit yourselves to god you know spend time with god bring that to god resist the enemy resist those feelings of shame uh and it'll flee from you it has to you know just like uh darkness has to flee whenever the light shines on it mm -hmm. uh, it's the same whenever we submit ourselves to god when we submit uh our mistakes our feelings when we confess that to god when we confess that to other believers uh, and that's when we can truly experience freedom and that's that's the goal is to experience freedom yes sir freedom freedom which god offers every single one of us so guys thank all again for listening to this week's episode and we pray that that you are released from shame and that you are sent into the grace the love and the empowerment of god so peace out guys thanks for listening i hope this episode helps you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.